Catholic stand-up comedian on Sunday getting overly involved is mass hysteria. <laughs> is that an int- Does that work? Does it? Did it track? A- amen. <laughs> Welcome to How Do We Human. It's a podcast where we overanalyze our intros. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Evan Cox. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Binning. Uh, today we are going to be talking about mass hysteria, not uh, goof em ups in Catholic churches. <laughs> Actual mass hysteria. Um, if you haven't, hey, go check us out on YouTube. We're on there at How Do We Human. You can uh, watch the video of this. Uh, subscribe. These are all great things to do. Before we get uh tallying tarrowing tarry tarrying before we tarry forth okay chris <laughs> yes how you doing i'm doing all right this uh happened to me um a couple weeks ago um but i uh stayed for overtime at work and so at like one in the morning I go to get gas at the gas station. Always a good time. Oh, yeah. And this was just like... I've never had this happen at the gas station. But I pull in and there's like three other cars there at the pumps. um, Which is kind of unusual for one in the morning. (laughs) But also unusual... Not a single car is hooked up to a pump, Mm. and everybody is just sitting in their cars. But they're all—they're not in the like gas station parking spaces. They're—they're up to the pumps. Okay. So I'm like, well, maybe the the pump isn't working. Like I don't know what's going on, but I I'm able to to get my gas just fine. And as I'm getting the gas, um, uh, a cop car pulls into the gas station. And then they just sit there. And they don't get out of their car. (laughs) What is going on? Like, it feels like one of those, like, Twilight Zone things where, like, oh, he's not supposed to be here at our secret cult meeting at the Arco. Like, I I don't know what... (laughs) what was happening eventually some someone um was speeding uh down the street uh at like 90 miles an hour so the cop car pulled out and went after him but it was just a bizarre like i i finished pumping the gas and (laughs) left before any of those other three cars did anything so i don't know I don't know what that was about, but that was just kind of a, a spooky, eerie, early morning slash late night gas That's station bizarre. trip. Bizarre. It feels yeah. like those other two cars called the cops on you. Maybe. This yeah. Guy, he's stealing this gas. Guy's getting, this guy's getting freaking gas at the gas station. 1 a.m.? Where is he Do going? something about it. Yeah. <laughs> gas stations are for sitting at this hour. Yeah. Um, Evan, as someone else yes. who's sitting, I need to know how you doing. I'm doing good. Good. <laughs> doing doing good. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, that I was gonna tell a different story. Back but from you, Seattle, you are. Mm, yes. 
Uh, I only spent or Washington, one, uh, I suppose. One afternoon Seattle. in Seattle. Uh, got sushi for Chris's birthday. Not you. Don't Not get ahead me. of yourself. Would have been too early. <laughs> and that was very fun. But the rest of the time, stayed with my family because of all the chaos. I, I will update. I can't believe listening back to that episode where I told the story about all my bad luck and the river. I forgot because I had broken all of those things that as soon as I uh, we got in the river, I'm on an inner tube. First off, we had bought inner tubes. Those got stolen. <laughs> from my sister's place so we bought more and then when within 10 minutes of us leaving we still were scraping across the rocks i got a hole in mine uh and so it on top of having to walk so much of it every time i would have to get up and we would walk i would have to blow it back up with my mouth and just keep (laughs) it going it was awful anyways that's not what i wanted to talk about I wanted to talk about gas because you talked about gas. And I'm like, Whoa. hey, I've got a gas story, too. We're a couple of uh, gas guys. Are are we now committing to we're above doing an episode about gas stations? No, no, we're <laughs> no, not. No, no, no. We could still make that happen. But I have a very specific gas story from this trip. Some listeners uh, may know uh, from the Oregon area or the New Jersey area, you might have a history of not pumping oh, your own gas. Sure, I, I didn't this. know this was a thing until like a week ago when <laughs> one of those states uh, oh, got rid of that law okay. or was proposing to get rid of it. You are uh, you were more aware than I was. So I've done this drive from California to Washington several 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 times twice a year i've i don't know how long i've lived here eight years i think that would be 16 times okay minus the covid year i didn't do it then so the math's getting complicated there's extra factors here we're not gonna do the math (laughs) everyone with me we're not gonna do the math everybody we need verbal confirmation from every listener (laughs) That we're not going to do the math. It's not that I can't find the answer. It's that we're all it's not going to do the math. collectively we don't want to know. I swear to God, if I see a YouTube comment with the answer, <laughs> you're out. You can subscribe to us. I'm kicking you out. You're not a listener anymore. Anyways, that's not true. I would love to see a bunch of comments with the answer. Um, <laughs> It's 14. I was going to say, to be clear, the math is 16 minus 2. <laughs> Anyways, I've gotten very... I used to hate it when I would drive through. I used to hate the fact that I couldn't just pump my own gas because I'm like... I it's dumb. It's dumb. I'm, in a, I'm not in a hurry, but I am trying to make good time. Uh, and sometimes you'd sit there and it just like takes a while because there'd be one attendant. They're helping out four other cars and eventually they'll get to you. Then they'll finish like your tank will be full, but they're still helping other people. You have to sit and wait for them to come back to you and go give you your debit card back. I'm like, ah, But I grew to like it. I grew to go like, OK, you know what? I get it. I can still get out of the car. I can get out, stretch my legs, walk the dog, make them pee. Make them pee. Go pee. Make them pee. <laughs> it's a skill of mine. Uh, so I grew to like it. The dog pisperer. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's quality. Uh, I'm going to use that <laughs> today. 
<laughs> but uh, so Jocelyn and I made it to Oregon, and it was that time again. Time to fill up on gas. Uh, we pull in, and I'm just sitting there. I'm sitting there and sitting there. We're being complaining people, being like, what the fuck is going on? And then we like look around. I don't know how long I was waiting there, but look around. Everyone's pumping their own gas. <laughs> we looked it up. That day was day one of wow. that law changing. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what are the fucking chances of that? uh my my feedback uh you could use a bit more signage for travelers out of state people i'm not apparently chris is following your <laughs> your road laws uh but I'm, yeah i like to keep up to date on on all 50 states <laughs> the road <laughs> gas laws, pumping rules gas pumping rules <laughs> just in case you never know when you you're never need to know. pump gas in another you state never know. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, ridiculous, and uh, it, it the law seems to be like every station. I think they still must have like two at least, uh, where there is one attendant, and they'll help those two if you're like for all the uh, okay. I was <laughs> gonna say for all the elderly boomers who are like. I I used to always come here and somebody would pump my gas and now I gotta do it. And I undercut you with the word disabled. Yep. <laughs> okay, Got okay, me. Okay. 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 okay it's fine. Okay. Fine. It's okay. No problem here. There was, um, I forget if it was because my sister lives in Oregon and she hadn't even heard of it. She was like, it did. <laughs> but I think it was just looked up the story and was reading interviews with people and a lot of people that age and up, your your greatest generations, your boomers. <laughs> oh yeah, that the generation where if you work in customer service, you're like, here they come, the greatest <laughs> generation. But I they, can't wait for this interaction. The, the, the people who had lived in Oregon their whole lives are like, yeah, I've never pumped my own gas. What do I? do <laughs> it's so fucking wild to think about pull yourself up by your bootstraps <laughs> baby <laughs> uh wacky wild and wacky shit uh anyway uh, long story short i was sitting there for way too fucking long waiting hey, hello <laughs> ding 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 <laughs> a little, little service <laughs> i'm driving through oregon <laughs> on my way to say, a Evan. better state <laughs> That does not surprise me at all that <laughs> you were surrounded by people pumping their own gas and thought, man, what's taking these attendants so long? When you've uh, when you've done that 14 times yeah. <laughs> and it's gone one way. That, yeah, it is. True. It does take you a second to look around and realize everyone's pumping their own gas. Can you drive all the way through the state of Oregon on one tank of gas or no matter like if you filled up right before you crossed the border from California to Oregon, would one tank of gas last you the whole state or do you no matter what have to fill up in Oregon? Here's the thing, partner. I think technically, yes. You okay. could make it, but you gotta. You're like right before you get into Oregon, you have to go over the pass, and there's no gas stations there. So I always fill up on the other side of that, 
And there, I do end up having to fill up, like, northern central Oregon. Uh, okay. So I would guess you, you could get close, probably uncomfortably close, that point where you're yeah. like, I really <laughs> okay. should just fill up on gas. <laughs> I mean, they'll yeah. pump it for me, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, we uh, we got to get to this. Uh, we're just talking personal hysterias at this point. And yeah. believe me, we are hysterical. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that stays in the video and goes out, out of the audio podcast. I don't know. Uh, who knows? Maybe it stays in both. That's a little tease. Go see the video. What were we doing? Was it fun? What were we doing? Was it fun? Kind of. <laughs> Debatable. Debatable. Debate about it in the comment section. At How Do We Human. <laughs> uh, Chris. Yeah. Do you often find yourself becoming hysterical alongside millions and millions of people. Uh, you know, I wouldn't say it happens very often, but it does occasionally seep through. Sometimes um, you're going to get caught up. Yeah. And it's certainly better um, now that I am, am off social media so much more. That is. Um, you know, I think that uh twitter or x.com um <laughs> is like the greatest <laughs> i have no idea i think it is um, <laughs> uh, they're the greatest like cesspools of mass mm-hmm. hysteria um it's so easy to um get promoted an insane tweet um yes. and it's not like you're the only one getting promoted that insane tweet but for one insane tweet to get promoted to a bunch of people and then rile a bunch of people up, um, not to mention the uh, rampant misinformation that gets spread uh, every single day now. Yeah. Uh, causing mass hysteria for things that uh, don't even exist, aren't Absolutely. even true. <laughs> uh, but we just have to be in a constant state of panic. Uh, I would yeah. say that I'm pretty good at letting most of that just go <laughs> um but every now and then something comes through and i uh get swept up in the madness i get it uh, what about you yeah <clears throat> <laughs> about okay. the same i'd say i feel like even uh honestly i feel like even at my most hysterical <laughs> and i'm hysterical <laughs> Um, it's just the same dance um, but i feel like i honestly in my life i've kind of realized i don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing when like something like we were talking about last week with the the river like oh fuck i felt like i was about to die i don't freak out i don't panic i'm, I'm a it's maybe me at my calmest <laughs> that okay, makes sense which is weird it i mean it can be good in a situation like that where it's like all right uh i'm not panicking uh you, but other down times, that river you were going with the flow i was going with the flow thank you <laughs> you're welcome it was hard flow it knocked me into a like three or four logs it hurt <laughs> um 
but there are definitely yeah things that have come up that I was like I've I'd say the difference yeah I I don't get swept up in it but there are uh bits of mass hysteria that I go like oh I'd better join the ranks here I'd better yeah. jump on in uh I do want to talk uh not to immediately just get off the broad strokes I want to get into the fine points Yes. I want to hit on some of these. We currently, we both live in California. We, yes. we both live in Los Angeles County. Do you, are you, you're still in Los Angeles County, aren't you? Or are you yeah, your own county? It's still, it's still uh, LA County, I oh, believe. Thank God. So LA County is, is, um, pretty, pretty big. <laughs> pretty big. Pretty, pretty big. And yet, uh, Long Beach, not a part of Los Angeles County. I found out when I lived there. Is it part of Orange County? What <laughs> county would it be? It's its own county. Long Beach. What? Isn't it? Did I make that up? <laughs> I mean, who knows? <laughs> let's, let's, let's verify this. I'm probably wrong. Nope. It's, it's a part of Los Angeles County. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Glad I brought it up. Yeah. Had nothing to do with this otherwise. Write it down for what we've learned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we never talk about what we've learned anymore. Did we just stop learning? Well, I, I think we ask. we just are too smart. <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. 14. 14. That's, we uh, did the math. That's our little, uh, little wink to ourselves when we needed to remind ourselves just how smart we are. Yeah, 14. 14. Uh, My specific, as we live along this fault line that constantly threatens to uh, eject us from the country. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) There was, uh, in particular, even though that's always been like, that information's been out there. There's been movies made about it. Uh, Of course. there was a particular, I forget if it was like a New York Times thing, something like a different state being like, this state's fucked. <laughs> but it was a that sounds like the New York Times. To <laughs> it me. does sound like the New York Times. I think it was the pay us $20 <laughs> if you want to know how to survive. <laughs> <laughs> but it was genuinely just like a death knell of just like within the next five years, <laughs> Washington yeah. through California is going to uh, completely break off from the country via a massive earthquake that's going to kill millions of people. It's like, all right, well, uh, call me hysterical. Just do it. Okay. Please. <laughs> hysterical. Because I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody around it, it felt like even though that was known information, an article that's always it's like someone just saying it, someone with any sort of like uh, platform saying yeah. y'all should be scared. It's like, oh, fuck, we should. Oh, fuck, I'm scared. <laughs> we didn't know. And so there's definitely a little while of again, I didn't like panic, but I did, along with a lot of people, do some panic shopping. No, I do yeah. panic shopping uh, more chill <laughs> than other people do. We, there's a lot to talk about when it comes to panic shopping. Absolutely. Uh, a little something happened in the world recently uh, that led to some panic shopping. Yep. And that was not fun. Um, I want to talk about earthquake. <laughs> I want to talk about earthquakes. <laughs> I just want to talk mud pies. <laughs> <laughs> 
The rest. The rest. Um, <laughs> what to come up with? More. <laughs> what, what else? Sod. I don't know. Would you consider like Sod this cake. isn't really a cake, but like um, that dessert that uh, like worms in dirt. Yes. Where it's like uh, Oreo bits and gummy mm-hmm. worms. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 I'm in. It was good shit when I was a child. Oh, yeah. Isn't it also? It's like an ice cream cake, isn't it? Just I think, like, man, yeah, maybe. Of, I think just to hold the Oreo bits together. Maybe I'm Yeah, crazy. they. I, I remember ordering it at the restaurant Mimi's Cafe. And it was, <laughs> I feel like it was like a little like dish and maybe some ice cream in there and some like, I don't know, whipped cream or something. Gummy worms and uh, crushed up Oreos. Yeah. It's good shit. Is there a lot of confusion? Some like fudge in there, maybe to be to be like, oh man, this dirt is so muddy. Was there a lot of confusion because you go in there and say, uh, "Sir, as the customer, Mimi is always right," and he'd be like, "I know, Mimi's my boss." <laughs> yeah. Go, no, 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 Mimi. <laughs> no, no, Mimi. No, no, Mimi. Yes. No, yes. no, Mimi. <laughs> Mimi, the boss. In the back <laughs> with all <laughs> the worm pies. <laughs> She's in the back. I'm making the worm pies. <laughs> I hit my microphone. I'll stop. That's a sign to stop. <laughs> uh, but yes, of course, that happened every single time. <laughs> Earthquake kids is what, what I want to talk about. It's very widespread. When you live in California, you're told everybody should have an earthquake kit. Earthquake kit. I'm having a hard time saying that today. Earthquake. Yeah. Earthquake. Earthquake kit. You try it. Earthquake kit. What a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> earthquake kit. <laughs> earthquake kit. <laughs> earthquake kit. Uh, I'm Every a day. British person doing a <laughs> Californian accent. Every now, yeah. I'm gonna go <laughs> surfing, dude, and make sure our earthquake kit is fully stocked. Yeah, but just every now and then, there's an episode where it's like we barely end up talking about what we intended to talk about because I'm just crying the whole time, I'm getting a bad feeling about this episode. We have a we have a fun energy today. Woo! Earthquake. <laughs> Earthquake kits. Woo! Woo, baby. So, uh, I have uh, problems with her. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. I have problems. I'm so sweaty. I have problems beyond saying it. I have problems with earthquake kits. I keep wanting to go earthquake. Is it because you want to say Eartha kit? Is that the problem? I can't get her off the brain. (laughs) Uh... I, I I jumped on and I'm like I do need an earthquake kit. Uh, EK, EKs. I'm gonna yeah, call them EKs. Nah, I'm gonna keep trying to say it. It's been fun. <laughs> I was like, I'll get a because you know you can look up a list. Like, that's yeah, a, that's a big list. I, I don't have the space for all this shit. No, I need to store dumb stuff. Mm-hmm. In my apartment. Um, but I got a one of those, I don't know, not a pallet, but the, the case, a case of water bottles, yeah. you know, uh, in it wrapped in plastic. 
<laughs> I got that. Put that in my closet and bought just like granola bars. Maybe some canned foods. Yeah. And you hear, you know, like, oh, that's going to last forever here in Kohok. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, no, it doesn't. I, I ran no. into like, no, the canned stuff does. Everything else expires and time passes. And you have that moment of like, shit, granola bar sounds pretty good. Yeah. My big thing I've run into is with the water bottles, which are wrapped in plastic (laughs) over time that little bit of air gets out of it they start crinkling up and then i'm like well well now what's happened to this (laughs) and you hear about plastics getting in the water now the water's not safe to drink uh what do you what, what am i what am i supposed to do this feels like a waste of water it's still in there. I've probably used like 25% of them for other things. Yeah. Uh, watering plants and stuff. Guess what? That plant died. And I'm like, thank God it wasn't me in an earthquake trying to get to my kit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. What do you, what do you, what do you do? What am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? Buy a, buy a thing of water, you know, and then toss it out <laughs> when it starts crinkling. Get a new case. Yeah. Uh, these are these are the broad thoughts and then specifically i want to ask you you can you can uh, ignore as much as you want or acknowledge Mm. as much of that as you want i want to ask you do you have an earthquake kit i do have um some water bottles and that's basically the extent of it right now same (laughs) um i don't really have any food uh like canned or or uh, granola bars or anything like that and I probably should, um, but I just like, it's like you said, like we, everybody in, not everybody in LA County, but a majority of people in LA County have to, um, live their lives in tiny little, uh, yeah. abodes. And it's little like, boxes. I don't have space for a bunch of stuff that I'm going to have to throw out and replenish later. Yeah. Um, I don't like wasting food. Um, I like eating it. I exactly. But I also don't, um, I don't like, uh, the, the dread of the, um, looming earthquakes. Yeah. doesn't feel good Um, to think about. So I know. And I, it is part of, um, a much larger picture of why I'd be interested in leaving California, <laughs> but um, <laughs> it it but it's also like part of the problem is I don't remember when that article came out, but yeah, it feels like it was like, more than five years ago. Yeah, it's which like is between the, five and ten, yeah, maybe seven. But they're always like, we're not going to do the math, but we um, <laughs> we we've i believe um and maybe this is just because um a major mass panic thing happened three years ago uh that kind of skewed my entire perception of time from the last like 10 years um (laughs) but uh just i don't we've i believe have passed whatever the 
New York Times death sentence uh, or life expectancy <laughs> was. Yeah. Um, which also makes it difficult because it's like, well, that probably means when it does happen, it's going to be even worse. Right. But also, like, fuck you, New York Times. <laughs> We're better than you. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to ride off into the sunset on the state of California. Yeah. It's going to be great. Um, there was, uh, something, uh, part of why I wanted to talk about this was we, um, mentioned briefly in the last episode, mm-hmm. the hurricane, da, da, da. the West coast, um, uh, deeply unusual phenomenon. Yeah. Um, deeply and it unusual was, phenomenons. <laughs> it was, <laughs> It was like strange because there was such a period of uh, of it coming that's like whatever it'll probably be nothing it'll probably be nothing it'll probably be nothing yeah then the day before it's supposed to hit suddenly it's like we might all die uh, yeah. every <laughs> single thing might uh, fail us and um like you know social media and news articles and the um and the media are like this could be devastating to california yeah this could be devastating all the way up the west coast um brutal flooding brutal uh winds and there definitely were some areas that got flooded and and some areas with heavy wind of course but um I, you know, got a thing uh, from my work that was like, here are all the things to do to prepare yourself, uh, you know, check the road conditions, make sure your car is full of gas, uh, because sometimes in uh, events like this, gas can be out for days and days. Make yeah. sure you're stocked up on water. Make sure you're stocked up on food. So I was like, well... Uh, I do need like a handful of things from the grocery store. So maybe I'll go, maybe I'll just grab a couple of cans of food. Um, and I go to the grocery store. It's like, um, is it Saturday night? I think I went. Yeah. Um, And thank you. And (laughs) it's like the busiest I've ever seen Uh. this grocery store. The shelves are cleared out in the bread aisle. Like it's people are panic buying for this hurricane. Um, And then it hits. And at least where I am, we got a lot of rain, but it wasn't like nearly as bad as the weather we had in November, December. Like, yeah, it was. That was the weirdest part. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I, I was experiencing it from the outside in uh, Washington state, uh, just reading the news, which I was seeing the same shit, like, Oh fuck, this is going to be bad. But then it, yeah. it's, it started getting like classified lower and lower as it got closer. But then there was, a, it, it, the, the word on the outside was y'all had a hurricane. Yeah. There was a little earthquake in the middle of it. There was an earthquake in the middle of it on Sunday. Yeah. And, I people have had conflicting experiences with this, but um I did receive a like notification on my phone that was like earthquake coming, duck and cover, like and then I I basically had enough time to read it and then I felt the the shaking. I know some people <laughs> got that notification after the 
they felt the shaking, but I got it like before, um, which was like kind of impressive. I didn't duck and cover. I just kind of sat on the sofa and just kind of, you know, moved around a little bit. But uh, you goosed and simmered. That's right. Um, and I, uh, you know, it was like, it was one of the larger earthquakes that has happened in the last nine years. I think it was like a five point something, 5.2 maybe, uh, out in Ontario. Um, but, uh, I think there's been one bigger one than that, that I've felt, uh, since living here. But, uh, it's also like when you experience things like that and you're like oh that's fine yeah then i feel like the next time you're gonna be like well it was fine last time so uh, now i don't need to panic when that's the actual time you should be panicking that's yeah because yeah i've imagined it before when i was growing up i don't know i probably was somewhere between 10 and 13 uh there was a i think a 6.9 earthquake in washington that was like, oh shit! <laughs> yeah, this is serious. Uh, and that ended up being fine. Every earthquake I've ever been in has been fine. So I don't. Uh, I'm uh, woefully unprepared. I, uh, I I've, I've mentioned before. I, I uh, and maybe I should stop mentioning it. I sleep in the buff, and yes. uh, told, uh, hey, that's a bad idea. What if there's an earthquake? You got to run out there. I'm like, well, everyone's getting a show. (laughs) (laughs) I did, though. Everyone's going to be glad they're alive. Here's where my priorities were, though, is yesterday, for whatever reason. (laughs) I know why I was thinking about this, because we were going to do this episode today. (laughs) Whatever reason I was thinking about this. Whatever reason I was thinking about mass hysteria. (laughs) What if uh, an earthquake hits? And I was like, well, uh, like I always actually think i got my bathrobe right there i'll grab my bathrobe i'll run outside uh and the first thing that sounded awful about that is like it's been really fucking hot and that's a heavy bathrobe (laughs) now i'd just be out there in the heat in a bathrobe that would suck so that's dumb that's what i that's what i thought so anyways long story short going back to it like I've yeah every earthquake's been fine every storm I've lived through floods but none of them have been actually devastating you know I've uh, been lucky it can happen we see it all over the world so yeah there is that level of like I should be more on top of it than I am but there's also just the reckless part of me that's like I mean, you know, this happens, I don't know, once every two, three years or so. Not at the hurricanes, but like an earthquake or something comes along that's threatened, going to threaten my life. Yeah. I'm like, eh, I think we all should be prepared. And I am the reckless one. But for whatever reason, because it happens infrequently, I'm like, eh, I don't need to worry about it. <laughs> it's not going to yeah. happen to me. Um, the most devastating thing um, about Not the earthquake wood. was um, when I went to like verify, you know how how big of an earthquake was it? Where yeah. was the uh, epicenter? 
um, of course, when you Google anything, um, oh, especially yeah. something in the news, you're going to get a couple things promoted to you from x.com. Yeah. Twitter, baby. And it's the same garbage tweets that are like a hurricane and an earthquake. LA's going crazy right now. LA's really showing off. It's like, why? It's like, why were we supposed to care about saving this website? trash yeah it's uh that's all i was seeing too and i'm like we gotta be you know worried about earthquakes and hurricanes but we should be equally as worried about the state of twitter (laughs) and what people think is uh, worth tweeting Mm -hmm. because it's not it's dead it's just dead it's done it's done. It's, done. it's, it's over. Bye bye. Quit so that Elon can turn it into a right wing extremist yeah. hub, and it can be just as popular as Truth Social. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe it's time to earthquake quit. Yep. Know what I mean? Um. <sighs> uh, of course, uh, I guess. There's no um, point in doing this episode and not talking about the novel coronavirus, COVID-19, mass hysteria, panic, panic buying, everybody freaking out unless you live in certain states. Um, and then you were uh, angry about uh, something else. Yeah. About your rights being infringed upon. Oh, yeah. Um, How dare you try to help? (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell me what to do. Yeah. I don't want to protect myself. That's bad. Uh, (laughs) No, that, I I mean, yeah, we don't don't have to get too into the the heavies of it. But, like, that that was a, you know, global trauma we all (laughs) experienced. And I was like... There was a long, I'm now at the point where I am not wearing a mask pretty much ever. And that kind of blows my mind. I, I, when I was in it, I was like, I don't think I'm ever going to not wear a mask in public. I probably said that on this podcast. You did. Uh, Hey, how dare you remember what I said? (laughs) (laughs) This this is all nonsense I'm spewing. Um, But yeah, it's, it's weird to, Every now and then I'm in the grocery store and I'll see other people wearing masks and it makes me feel weird. Like, oh, did I change my, <laughs> like, should I still be that way? I don't, I don't know. I mean, but it was, uh, yeah, it was a weird time. And that, that was the most extreme panic buying grocery shopping I've ever seen. The yeah. immediate outage of toilet paper. Mm hmm. So, and then the the people that like, there. I remember the news story of the one guy who, um, like, bulk bought hand sanitizer, mm-hmm. and then yeah. was like, "But nobody wants to buy it from me with my huge, <laughs> insane markups." Uh, it's like, uh, yeah, uh, you're a fucking moron. <laughs> you're an asshole. Exactly. Uh, uh, I believe. I don't know if he got arrested or if he got fined, but there was some sort of delightful justice for uh, his uh, douchebaggery. But, I, um, uh, I yeah. got 
hoaxed in that. I almost forgot about this early in the, uh, I guess, shortages, the COVID-related shortages, because it was mostly uh, toilet paper first, but that, yeah, hand sanitizer, Clorox wipes, that sort of shit. Because this was at the time, you know, we're being told uh, it, we don't know what it is. It might be spread by touch. So clean all your groceries, right. clean all your surfaces. Everyone wants Clorox wipes. And I, I bought, I found some online and bought them. And it was, I, I got tricked. They were just taking my money. I wanted 40 mm-hmm. bucks. But it was like, at least for a big pack of Clorox wipes. I'm like, fuck it, I'm in. Uh, and it was a hoax. And that website disappeared. But Ooh. I got my money back. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Because it was, I believe, a PayPal transaction. And so I just contacted PayPal. They're like, yeah, yeah, we'll cancel that. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Sweet. <laughs> but it's like, it, it happened to me. Me of all yeah. people. <laughs> I remember, uh, I, I distinctly remember um, when, when COVID was first starting to spread in the U.S., um this is before any of the lockdowns or anything um but they were like they were talking about it it was like lockdowns were they were gonna be coming but uh, they hadn't really done anything official um but i remember not being super panicked about it um I remember being like, oh, I should go to Disneyland because a bunch of people are canceling their like <laughs> tickets and trips. So <laughs> I should go and then hop on all the rides super quick. Yay! Um, and they were talking about uh, uh, the lockdowns. And I was like, okay, well, if they, if they lock everybody down and they, um, if they lock everyone down and they, um, you know, the government uh, gives COVID relief to kind of cover everybody being locked down for those two weeks uh, or for two weeks. Yeah. I was like, it'll probably be pretty much over in like the two to three week <laughs> thing and we'll all go back to normal. Yeah. Um, and then obviously that didn't happen for a variety of different factors um, like, oh, it's a lockdown, but not everybody is locked down. Some yeah. of you need to still go to work and some of you um uh uh don't care that you're supposed to be uh locked down you're gonna go wherever you want anyway mm-hmm. um and so that helped it uh uh get pushed uh for another several years um uh and, and other uh various incompetencies mm-hmm. um but uh, i i just have that uh distinct memory of not being panicked at all yeah up until um i remember being in the break room at work and they were showing footage from new york where they were like digging mass graves yeah uh, uh, <laughs> and then i was like laugh at oh, <laughs> i know exactly what you're talking about now i'm uh now i i see that it's uh panic time baby yeah. I've seen this footage and uh, 28 days later, et cetera. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yikers. Uh, yeah, bad time. Bad time. Uh, and yet uh, we we never took a single week off this podcast. Never forget that. Yeah. We immediately never taken a week off. hopped on Zoom. 
We're like, we got this. Let's ride out the storm. And then we never saw each other again. (laughs) (laughs) That's not true. We've recorded one episode in person since COVID, I believe. It is true. It is the truth. Uh, I guess two if you want to count uh, the Oscars live stream. Oh, yeah. Oh, I do. The slapper around (laughs) the world. Uh, Yes. What a time for us all to have gotten back together. My uh, and by us all, I mean you and me, you and me, and no one else, and uh, Jordan and Dustin, <laughs> two, maybe three listeners. <laughs> uh, yeah, Hannah Wes was in the, the chat Wes, for that yeah, as well. Wes was in there too. Um, I've been uh, not to jump off uh, old, old COVID, the old COVID Express, uh, although, yeah. you know, related to some of that, uh, those vibes around that time. Uh, well, I guess it would have been earlier than that. Anyways, I do specifically need to ask when you were talking about the uh, hurricane. Yes. That hit Los Angeles County. Why won't you say Rock her me name? like a hurricane? Why what? won't you say her name? Uh, yeah, this is, uh, this goes um, uh, into the um, well for two reasons. Um, number one, it's already largely left my memory because <laughs> uh, we're supposed to be like worried about the hurricane in Florida, like Hurricane Adalia or something like that. Adina um, Aldazim. Yeah, the the wickedly uh, <laughs> talented Hurricane Dazim. Um, <laughs> but uh, um, the other reason is going back to um, the uh, cesspool that is X dot com. Um, so many people thrilled with themselves to be like, I know a person named Hillary. And the hurricane is named Hillary. This is funny. Um, Show us her emails. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I you know wanted to join the crowds at Huntington Beach and be like, lock her up as I shout at the hurricane. Um, Did that actually happened. <laughs> I have no idea. Okay, um, I, I'm sure it. That's did where not, we're at. I believed it. I well, you know, Huntington Beach has a lot of um, that type of people. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, I I in our work uh, WhatsApp uh, group, What's you know, somebody uh, who uh, leans that way politically shared a a gif of the hurricane's uh, trajectory and. Of course, it's Hillary Clinton's face on it. It's like, isn't this funny? Ah, no, no. you're just uh, in your fifties, so <laughs> you think this is comedy. <laughs> uh, you used to be with it, and then they changed what it was. Yeah, devastating. Uh, uh I was gonna say, weird bit of timing. But this blew my mind. And I know we're getting okay. to, we're getting to quiz time, but yes, I, I had to bring this up because this is a huge, <laughs> huge fucking thing. Uh, yeah. My girlfriend and I uh, just uh, looking for some comfort television after a, a long, <laughs> arduous trip. <laughs> yes, we've been rewatching Community, 
Always a pleasure. Yes. There was a joke in an episode we watched yesterday that uh, reminded me of a mass hysteria I, I've i forgotten about, and I'd argue I think everyone forgot about. <laughs> okay. Do we... What season of Community are you in? Season two. Season one? Season two, okay. Yeah. Do we remember as a, a people that 2012 was supposed to be the end of days? Oh, of course. Completely forgot about that. <laughs> that was the Mayan calendars. We're all going to die. Like how? We're just falling apart. Yeah. I um I remember not, you know, being particularly panicked about it. Yeah. But I do remember that kind of being in the zeitgeist. Um uh I graduated high school in 2011. Okay. And so the class of 2012, I had friends <laughs> uh who were a year younger than me and their whole like class shirt theme or whatever was the apocalypse um so i like i remember it um i i wasn't super like present to be aware of the mass hysteria around like y2k um but that's another deal i kind of remember like the bird flu and the swine flu being mass panics absolutely and i think that um you know being young enough during those other panics especially like swine flu mm-hmm. um and i know that you know people uh died from those as well but largely the panic felt like bigger than the problem yeah. um so that it like now when new things come along like the start of covid it was like well okay but like I remember almost, this with the uh, swine yeah, flu. Yeah, we're almost trained to <laughs> underestimate yeah. these things. Yeah, when you were saying that, now I'm, I'm I'm running through the greatest hits of mass hysteria past. I mean, Y2K was a big one. Uh, I do remember because we had a computer, and again, even at that age, oh, the eleven, ten, eleven, uh, I'm not panicked, but I'm realistic. Well, I'm like, I don't know much about computers, but I know the whole idea yeah. is the banks and our computers, basically our computers aren't built <laughs> for the year right. 2000 to happen. And uh, everything's, our money's going away. Our computers are all going to break. So I was just like. Yeah, it's going to like launch all the missiles or something like I that. I <laughs> 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 I guess that might have been part of it too. Yeah, uh, just like all the computers, computers were running everything at that point. Uh, but yeah. I do actively remember me being the one in the family. I didn't tell everyone about it, but at the end of the night, I shut down our computer. I unplugged all of our electronics. I said there will not be a power surge on my watch, and there what. And there wasn't. <laughs> and for all we know, that's what av- that's what helped avoid uh, Y2K. Yeah. Uh, what I was going to say, you reminded me of, though, that I hadn't thought about in forever, uh, which was uh, huge, which was probably, I want to say, around that time. So you might have been too young to care 
uh, Anthrax. Yeah, I I know that Anthrax was a big deal, but I I don't remember. Anth- I don't remember the Anthrax scare is the first one I remember like actually freaking me out because it was like yeah. People are just sending it in mail. Any mail, you know, be careful about any mail you open up. Oh, mail you don't recognize, you might open it up and get a face full of powder and die. Yeah, I think maybe the first one for me was like West Nile virus coming to the U.S. Yeah, I think maybe that was like the first one that I remember. Yeah. Uh, this is a different type of mass hysteria in a way, um, but the uh, the just kind of like feeling uh, in the country after September 11th is probably I don't know yeah, if that predates yeah. West Nile coming to the U.S. It probably does, but I feel like that maybe is part of it too. Well, I just uh, I looked up the the anthrax scare, and that was right after nine eleven. That was okay. related to that. So hey, that was a that was a time. It's a busy time. That was a, yeah, a lot of a lot of freaky shit going on in the world. Uh, yeah, I would say. I, I mean, yeah, I think our our whole generation. That was the beginning of like. Are things bad? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then ever since then, there's also the kind of like, this isn't necessarily at a mass hysteria level, uh, but it is sort of like a looming. uh, We're on the precipice of it at all times, it feels like, but um, of um, uh, nuclear war. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) With uh, some of the... um, angriest countries on earth uh, trying to create uh, huge killing weapons um for reasons uh that don't make a lot of sense to me other than they just want to uh flex their their little dick energy <laughs> i don't yeah. know no that was the the biggest like I, I think for most of us, the not most, I can't say most of us, but I think for a lot of people, the whole, I'd, I'd say this general three year period of uh, COVID has been like, you kind of, we numbed ourselves a little bit with Tiger King and, <laughs> sure. and bread. <laughs> yeah. I made a lot of zucchini bread. Um, and so in the middle of all of that, having this threat One of the of great life, earth cakes, zucchini oh, bread. <laughs> that is a fantastic earth cake. But in the middle of that, having this sudden threat of like, oh, we might be uh, getting in a little nuclear fight with uh, North Korea. I didn't need that. Yeah. <laughs> no. I didn't need that at that time. <laughs> no. Too many plot threads going on. Yeah. Can't follow. Too many no. characters. Too much. Too much. Um, too soon. We do have to take a quiz, but the last thing to. in my notes, uh, because this is another thing that like you and I are not in a uh, mass hysteria about. But I saw a quote from somebody in the news Damn. this past week. Okay. And I just like we got to as a podcast hosted by two silly little white boys. <laughs> we got to talk about cancel culture. Okay. It's a requirement. <laughs> 
I obviously you and I um, have talked off mic about how we believe certain celebrities are hoping to get canceled um, and desperately trying for it in a way that, um, in my opinion, means they probably won't ever get canceled because they're so desperate. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I think you, you missed the boat at a certain point. But I saw a quote uh, from Jennifer Aniston Okay, that was like, I'm so sick of cancel culture. Oh. Like, is there no chance for redemption? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Weird time to throw um, yourself on that fire, Jen. I Because it's weird. I don't seem to recall Jennifer Aniston being... Um, in the cancel culture crosshairs (laughs) at all and it feels and i don't i mean i don't you know know everyone in her life but um it doesn't really seem like people that i know are her friends have been in the cancel culture crosshairs joey chandler monica we know her friends the rest Um, (laughs) but uh yes <laughs> did i forget anyone gone third um, r.i.p <laughs> r.i.p um but like it when i hear people say they're sick of cancel culture and are in no way really connected to it <laughs> like what are you what are you really doing here? what are you, what are you hiding? <laughs> <laughs> what's going on here can't we all just say this is done <laughs> Um, yeah, and, and heard, I mean, all I've heard nobody mention it for like a year. So like, Can we all stop with this? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. Uh, I don't get it. We um, definitely need to stop looking in the back of celebrities' yards underneath the swing set. <laughs> Can't we just stop? Um, yeah, I just like, I just, <laughs> I just don't get it. Um, I mean, I do, you know, for for those of you who are also sick of cancel culture, we I'll say that, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'll say that I do think that uh, cancel culture uh, gets a little too black and white sometimes yeah. uh, and puts uh, different offenses on the same level. Um, but, uh, yeah. but other than that, like, what? I think what we learned today is Jennifer Aniston's hiding something yeah. and it's up to us to find out what it is. It is. I tried to come up with a list of her movies so I can make a bunch of puns, but all I got was office space. And that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Is that the only Jennifer Aniston the only one that came to mind? Of? Wanderlust. <laughs> Sure, I'm her, her biggest movies. The Bounty Hunter. Um, <laughs> the fucking what is, what her and Gerard Butler in uh, <laughs> The Bounty Hunter. Um, What's the uh, one up? The- murder Mystery oh, and Murder yes. Mystery 2. Horrible and Bosses. Just go with it. Horrible Bosses, Horrible Bosses What's 2. What's the one I'm trying to think of, though? That was her the first. The Iron Giant. Like early 2000s. Um, I think she. Storks. <laughs> no, it wasn't Storks. <laughs> it was like her first dramatic showing. Cake? She's in ca- Earth Cake. Earth um, Cake. I don't know. Uh, no, she's is, in cake. She's in. Uh, is she in Picture Perfect? 
I don't even know um, what that is. Or the, I think she's in The Good Girl, That's maybe? the one I was trying to think of. Hey! Yes. And, and weirdly, when I, I, uh, I looked up Jennifer Aniston, the first thing that came up was Picture Perfect. So, wow. you. Uh, also, of course, Leprechaun. Of course, Leprechaun. How oh, can we and, forget? Oh, uh, and along came Polly. Along came Polly, and of the course. the Iron Giant and Bruce I Almighty. I said the Iron Giant. Well, Got you didn't that one. say it loud enough. <laughs> uh, okay, why was I trying to remember the, uh, to come up with a pun? To come up with puns. Can you do it? Uh, someone. Okay, I got this. This is good. Someone's about to get Marley and me too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> worth it. It was worth that it. That was worth it. That was absolutely <laughs> worth it. Uh, okay. All right. We Did have a quiz. <laughs> As we always do. <laughs> oh, good. Um, look, we're talking about, you know, mass hysteria. And something that would certainly cause a mass hysteria is uh, a zombie apocalypse. Now, yes. the idea of, um, you know, would you survive a zombie apocalypse is a little bit played out. Yeah. However, this is a quiz... <laughs> Could you survive a zombie apocalypse? But this quiz comes from American Express Essentials. <laughs> For some reason, American Express wants to know Gotta if know. we could survive a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. And that is, uh, I mean, I guess the other side of there's the mass hysteria. There's the people that ignore it. And on the other side, there's the uh, the doomsday preppers. The people who are not hysterical. Yeah. They're, they've been ready for the zombie apocalypse. And that, uh, well, with Max Brooks's books, uh, the zombie survival guide and World War Z. And man, I've got a lot of friends who uh, love, 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 love that to death and really live by that creed of it's not if, it's when. Yeah, and I'm That's sorry to all those friends, can... but uh, it's it's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting that you can say Max Brooks's books and not Earthquake Kit. <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> Max Brooks's books. Uh, well, let's Brooks's take this quiz. <laughs> let's find out if we are zombie savvy right. or. A zombie snack. Zombie snacky. Um, <laughs> I I've sent this uh, quiz to you. I don't yeah. know if we want to take it separately or if we want yeah, to. Yeah, might as well. Or okay. are we trying to survive together? I don't I mean, know. We haven't seen each other in a while. If the zombie apocalypse happens, it's going to be... I'm really going to have to go out of my way to get to Altadena. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I think we're separate. Um, We've, and that's sad. That is sad. Oh, But... We'll have to find a rendezvous point. Uh, Real quick, four people watching on video, if they see me keep grabbing for a tube of cream and then reaching down and doing something, <laughs> I'm covered in flea bites right now. Uh, cortisone, I'm not, yeah, doing anything, okay. not doing anything weird. Yeah. I am itchy but where as are the fuck. flea bites? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, back, the first the step my leg. in surviving the undead is understanding them. Obviously. What do zombies want 
more than anything else. To drink human blood, to eat human flesh, or to become human again. See, now reading it like this, I don't know that it does make sense for us to take it separately. Maybe we'll just agree on these. Yeah, I, I'm i between to eat human flesh and to become human again. They I don't think it has flesh. to do with the blood. They don't care about becoming human. Okay. They gotta eat. I didn't know if that was like the big philosophical reason, but yeah, they I think no it's philosophy. to eat human flesh. They're brainless. And they want brains. See, if you know, but if you treat your enemies like this, Evan, mm-hmm. that's just going to make them more angry and more desperate to come after you. No. no. Well, hey, you're caught. If we could take this separately, if this is going to be a fight, <laughs> I guess we can ta- I'm going we'll to separ- answer to we're eat take- human flesh. We're taking it separately now. Oh, see, it's correct. Okay. Uh, so it's, it's right or wrong answers. Depending on the movie slash book slash viral strain in question, zombies either want to slurp brains or nice. devour any human tissue they can get their rotting hands on. Nice, Amex. But one thing is clear. <laughs> they're set on making you dinner. And not in a good way. Now for some basic zombie science. What is the most common route of infection which results in a person turning into a zombie? Getting bitten by a zombie? Being coughed, sneezed on by a zombie? Eaten or drinking after a zombie? This... Eating or drinking after a zombie? What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> they take, but take I'm a sip say of get... water. You take a sip I of your guess. water. <laughs> Um, I'm, I mean, it's gotta be getting bit. Gotta be getting right? bit. I've never seen a zombie sneeze. That'd in, be fucking uh, funny, though. It'd uh, be funny. That'd be good, like a zombie movie, but <laughs> just pass it by sneezing. <laughs> I'm just chasing after people. Uh, chew. <laughs> <laughs> Any contact which allows zombie infected bodily fluids to enter your bloodstream could result in transmission, i.e., if you get zombie blood in your eyes or mouth. However, the most common route is from zombie saliva via a bite wound. Location, location, location. What is perhaps the worst place you can be during a zombie apocalypse? Uh. In the forest, in a town, or in a city? Hmm. Forest, a town, or a city? I mean, a city would probably, in my mind, would be the worst, because there's so many people. Forest, you wouldn't have as many supplies. A town would be perfect. My vote is a city would be the worst place. Okay, I mean, it is, it's tough because it's like when, at what point are, like, are you there, what would be the worst place in the outbreak, or what would be the worst place several years into the apocalypse? Right. Because it feels like, yeah, I mean, it's, I, I, I don't know if forest is... <laughs> I feel like forest would be maybe maybe worse just because you have less like control over the environment, but maybe that's 
better. Yeah. Like, it feels like it'd be easier for you to get surrounded <clears throat> in the forest. Yeah, but there's no walls. You can just keep running. Yeah. And I can go back. We could take this separately. You keep threatening to fight. <laughs> um, We're splitting up. I'm going to answer on my own. To be clear, yes. in a zombie apocalypse, I don't think I would last very long. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, don't, I, yeah, I, don't. I, I do want to know what uh, our listeners, how they think we would do. I think... Um, Oh man. I'm gonna are you gonna pick in a city? For the for the fun of it, I'll pick in the forest. For the podcast. <laughs> Mine says correct. Yes, it does. <laughs> Any densely populated area will quickly become a zombie buffet. You must get out as quickly as you can. <laughs> Bad news. Which, like, fair. But, like, in the the outbreak, I wouldn't want to be in the city. But I feel like, you know, once they've all wandered away. Yeah, but how far are they wandering, you know? True. Bad news. You live in an apartment. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> yep, Amex. That is bad news. <laughs> in the middle of a large city. It's true. And the unthinkable is happening. Zombies are taking over. Also true. Societal order is disintegrating, and you know you need to get out of the city and away from other people, both living and dead. What's the safest place you can think of heading to? A mountaintop? An island? I'm staying put. I'll just barricade myself in. I'm going island, baby. Yeah, although I've seen some zombie movies that are on islands. They, uh, this was, that was the route they took in the, uh, Dawn of the Dead remake. Uh, and that uh, post credit scene didn't go well for anybody, but I agree with you. Yeah, but like, did anything go well for them in that movie? <laughs> so Sometimes. Sometimes it did. We were correct, though. So. That's true. Depending on their state of decay, zombies can stagger, hobble, and maybe even run, but they can't swim, uh, depending on the movie. So any place surrounded by deep <laughs> enough water will be safe from attack. By some miracle... Your uncle has a cabin on a small lake island with about 80 kilometers <laughs> with about I just added with that about. word about 80 kilometers <laughs> north of the city where you occasionally spend weekends away. It's perfect. Wasn't that also the plot of Land of the Dead that zombies were smart and they learned how to swim and they chased them to an island? Um, I don't know. I've never seen that movie. Yeah, neither have I. <laughs> You've got a safe destination in mind. That's great. <laughs> Why can't but... I stop hitting my microphone today? <laughs> <laughs> but there's a problem. Oh, Your significant other went to check on their parents Why? four hours ago Why? and hasn't come home yet. Oh, man. To make things worse, communications are down and there's no way to call them. Ugh. What do you do? Leave now. Time is of the essence. You don't want to get trapped here. Or oh, wait another few hours. They're probably just stuck in the chaotic traffic. This is a trap. This is a trap. Yeah, I mean, this... My significant other's in the in the house. The call's coming from inside <laughs> the house. I gotta wait another few hours. I know it's the wrong answer. But I'm doing it. Uh, well, my significant other is at work, and I'm going to say, leave now, time is of the essence, but 
I'll leave a little note with where I'm there going. There you go. That's nice. Uh, that is, of course, correct. Your first priority <laughs> is survival. You're no good to anyone if you're dead or worse, expelled. Do what you need to do. Besides you, uh, besides you and your partner spend several weekends a year at the lake cabin, so they will probably head there as soon as they can, too. You didn't tell me we had a lake cabin. <laughs> they did in the last answer that you read aloud. Oh. <laughs> Remember? With about 80 kilometers. Oh, yeah. That's right. I didn't realize <laughs> this was all one story. I've been tricked. Uh, even if you were never a scout, I wasn't. You know you should always be prepared. You decide to pack some essentials just in case. What kind of a bag do you reach for? Backpack for optimum mobility. A suitcase for optimum capacity. A gym bag for both mobility and capacity. I mean, well, it feels like, feels like best of both worlds. You should go with a gym <laughs> bag. Uh, wrong. Sorry, wrong. I, I too fast, but it is wrong. Gym bags are never as easy to carry as you think they'll be. <laughs> a suitcase is only feasible if you uh, can check your bags. <laughs> a backpack. <laughs> I made that part up. Let me write for you, Amex. <laughs> a backpack will allow you to be mobile and move freely as the situation demands. Wow. After hastily stuffing the bag with food, water, and a few first aid supplies, it's almost full. You can only fit one more item. What should it be? A knife. <laughs> A jacket or my smartphone? That's a knife. I think it's got to be a knife, um, even though I want to play games on my smartphone. That's true. But I could put that in my pocket and put the knife in my bag. Yeah. My big. That is correct, of course. Though your smartphone is your lifeline in normal times, without electricity or communication networks, it's a waste of space. <sighs> A sharp, durable knife, on the other hand, is one of the most essential tools you can have in your survival kit. Don't leave home without it. Also, heed your mum's <laughs> eternal nagging for once. <laughs> bring a jacket, but save space by either putting it on or tying it around your waist. Wow. That was great. As you leave Thanks. your apartment building, <laughs> your fears are confirmed. Traffic is bumper to bumper with no sign of movement. There's no way you can take your car. Good thing you didn't pack a suitcase. How should you proceed? Head to the train station and try my luck catching the next one out. Grab my bicycle and pedal as fast as I can out of here. Attempt to take my car. <laughs> if I can just get past the city traffic, I'll be golden. Uh, I grab my bicycle and pedal as fast as I can out of here. Yeah, right. I've seen Train to Busan. I'm not getting on that train. I've not seen Train to Busan. I'm not getting on that train. Crowded areas should be avoided at all. I don't really want to read this. I don't know that people need them. But if they like them, crowded areas should be avoided at all costs. (laughs) So the train station is out of the question. Trying to negotiate the traffic jam will cost you valuable time. And anyway, there's no telling what the roads will look like outside of the city. A bicycle will be faster than setting off on foot and will enable you to squeeze between cars and cut through narrow alleys. Earthquake kit, earthquake kit, earthquake kit. Wow, good job. (sighs) You just needed a warm up. We're good. All right, weaving around cars and zooming past zombies, your heart pounding in your throat you manage to get about 20 kilometers before the city streets 
sidewalks and masses of cars disappear and you find yourself on a country road take me home the road is more or less clear for a while but then you notice a major traffic jam up ahead you can't see what's causing it (laughs) without sidewalks and city streets you'll have to go through the cars to keep cycling onward do you Stay on the road, but power pedal as fast as possible. Approach the traffic jam and find someone to ask about the cause of the clog. Ditch the bike and walk through the forest for cover. Who knows what's up ahead? I don't want to ditch the bike. You can walk with a bike. (laughs) Right. Can I keep the bike and walk? Ugh. Ugh. I'm ditching the bike. I'm doing it. Uh, it's probably a good idea, but I I do see stay on the road and power pedal as fast as possible. But I guess, you know, that would also wear you out. True. So maybe I should ditch the bike. Well, that was good correct. Call. Going, going on foot will slow you down <laughs> considerably, but it's your safest bet in this scenario. I knew that was yours. <laughs> now you're out of bike. Well, we could have just read the, <laughs> the next question. Now you're out of bike. <laughs> the sun is sinking fast, and there's no chance of making it to the lake house before dark. You're mentally debating the pros and cons of finding a shelter versus walking through the night when you realize a zombie is headed right for you. There's no way to avoid it, avoid or outrun it. You're going to have to neutralize this walking corpse before it can kill or infect you. What do you do? What do you do? Shoot it in the head. Stab it in the head with a knife. Ram a shot and stick through time. (laughs) (laughs) Do I have a gun all of a sudden? I I know. We never like packed a gun, but. I have a knife. If I answer, I know. Shoot yeah, it in the head we and it's like you don't have a, a gun, you dumbass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm stabbing it in the head with a knife. Yeah, it's like the thing that sucks is you have to get super close to it in order to do that. Yeah. Oh. But I guess I don't know. I'm gonna say shoot it in the head and let it tell me that I'm stupid. We are both stupid. Uh You gotta ram a sharpened stick through its eye. When it comes to arming yourself, choose wisely. Guns are efficient, but they require reloading and become useless if you run out of ammunition. Plus, the noise of firing a gun could draw more zombies or ill-intentioned people your way. A knife will also do the trick. Thanks for telling me I'm wrong. (laughs) But will necessitate you getting uncomfortably close to this flesh-hungry monster. You don't know how how big my knife is. Uh, Plus, you don't want to risk losing it. (laughs) given that it's one of the most useful survival tools you have. Not if you don't fucking use it to kill zombies. <laughs> a long, sturdy, <laughs> sharpened stick, on the other hand, is an effective, silent, readily available weapon against the undead. Okay. You know what? What are these, vampires all of a sudden? Whew! That was <laughs> close! You'll be more vigilant from now on. Are you the Wait. one replacing oh, Charles what's Martinet? that? <laughs> Do you hear someone calling for help? Yes, you do. It's a woman. She seems to have gotten her legs stuck trying to squeeze through an opening in a fence. And a zombie is making a beeline for her. 
What do you do? Nothing. It's every woman for themselves out here. <laughs> MX, you got us again. <laughs> Kill the zombie and save her. It's the right thing to do. <sighs> Can I not just like help her through the fence and then right. the zombie gets stuck on the other side of the fence? Is that not, I, here's is that not an option? I feel like it's going to tell me I'm wrong. But I'm going to kill the zombie and save her because A, it's the right thing to do, but B, there's safety in numbers. Absolutely. That's what I, that's what my instinct is as well. (laughs) Oh, we were correct. Armed with your stick. (laughs) Fucking stick. Which, so apparently we can lose the knife, but we, we somehow are able to just keep the stick with us forever. (laughs) Sticking around. Uh, Armed with your stick, you can easily fight off the attacking corpse and save the woman's life. Thank God. You're instantly rewarded for doing the right thing. The woman introduces herself as Lisa, and to thank you for saving her, she invites you to take shelter at her home for the night. Hello. It's just a short walk away. Do you accept? I'm not exactly flush with options right now, so yes. Sleep at a stranger's house? No thanks. I'm going home. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm going to sleep in the house. (laughs) I'm not exactly flush with options right now, so yes. Figuring, correct. Figuring that your odds are better indoors than out, even if it means snoozing at a stranger's place, you should accept. Besides, you just saved this woman's life, so hopefully she's simply returning the favor. When you reach Lisa's house, you breathe a sigh of relief. It's well off the beaten track, and she lives alone, except for her golden retriever, Sam. So there's no one else to worry about. The evening goes well. Lisa cooks a delicious dinner, and you head off to bed to get as much sleep as you can. In the morning, she packs a few sandwiches for you to take on the road, but... As you're saying goodbye, Sam bolts out the uh, of the front door, like instinctively this. seeing an approaching zombie as a threat and rushing towards it. Duck. Without thinking, Lisa takes off after him. Duck. You realize she's running towards a zombie unarmed. You have your zombie <laughs> killing stick in your hand. How do you react? Run after her to kill the zombie before it gets her, or run back into the house and hide. I mean, if she survives and I ran back into the house and hid, I'm, I'm out. I'm kicked out, you know. That's true. Here's this. I wouldn't do either of these no, things, to no. be honest. I'd go off on my own because clearly she wasn't going to come with me anyway if yeah. she was packing sandwiches and sending me on my way. Unless she's packing the sandwiches for you as in like both of you to go on the road. But like doesn't specify. It sounds like she's just like, see ya. (laughs) That's true. Fuck her. I'm running back to the house and hiding. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I keep answering before you pick your selection. Well, then I guess I'm going to well, run after her to kill the so zombie before it gets brave her. Oh, with correct. Their sharp stick all of a sudden. Since it's close <laughs> to the house, you'll likely have to fight this zombie sooner or later. Might as well try to save Lisa and Sam. Lisa is able to shove Sam away just in time, and you manage to kill the zombie, but not before it attacks Lisa. You and Lisa realize with horror that she's been bitten on the shoulder. What do you do now? Rush her inside to stop the blood loss and bandage the wound. <laughs> Leave and fast. Who knows how quickly she will turn into a flesh-eating beast. Uh, Amex, you are afraid to mention my zombie killing stick, which I would enact <laughs> swiftly. <laughs> yep, Right through the eye, Lisa. 
<laughs> leaving and fast. Yeah, leaving fast. Who knows how long she'll take to turn into the beast? In an apo- correct. In an apocalypse, sometimes the right choice is the hardest one. There's nothing you can do for Lisa. You can only save yourself before she goes full zombie. She knows it, too. She gives you an understanding nod, says she'll be okay, and tells you that her late husband's dirt bike is in the shed. He oh, sounds cool. hell yeah. That you should take it. You do. Heading off down the gravel driveway has tears well in your eyes. I didn't even know this person. <laughs> As it turns out, a dirt bike is the ideal means of travel. Oh, yeah. You're about to follow, or you're able to follow the road, <clears throat> cautiously off-roading. <laughs> a, a great a, a great uh, pairing of words right there. <laughs> cautiously off-roading when you need to avoid a clump of string cars. <laughs> you make solid progress for a couple hours. The dirt bike runs out of gas just a few kilometers before the lake, so you abandon it to finish the journey on foot. As you make your way through the forest bordering the lake, something rustles in the bush up ahead. You stop, bracing yourself for a zombie, but instead, a feral-looking dog emerges. It must also be terrified and fleeing the undead. You almost breathe a sigh of relief, but then the dog begins to growl, the hair on its back standing on end. Uh-oh, what should you do? Turn tail and run away. Scream at the dog and make eye contact to show it, I'm the boss. Stand tall, stay calm, and back away slowly while talking to it in soothing tones. Uh, that one for me. I'm standing tall. I'm staying calm. Stand tall. Stay calm. Back back away away slowly. slowly. Talking to it in soothing tones like this. Correct. Running away from a hostile dog. Be a good boy. (laughs) (laughs) Or any wild animal can trigger its chase instinct and indicate that you are prey. But you also don't want to provoke the animal with aggression. It's best to de-escalate the situation. And show the animal that you are neither threat nor prey. Okay, I'm scared. This is the last question we could see. And then it just says share, tweet, or more. So we we might have to... We'll see what happens. (laughs) We'll see what happens. After a few tense moments, the dog is satisfied that you're not a danger. And it backs away and leaves. Come back. You continue on your way and reach... Wait, let me do a reread of that. You continue on your way and reach the lake shore and the little dock where your family keeps a rowboat for going back and forth to the cabin. You hop in and paddle to the island safe at last from zombies and wild animals like dogs. Reaching the cabin, however, you realize a light is on inside. Someone is here. What do you do? Moor the boat at the dock, go pound on the door and demand to know who's there. Row around the shore, behind the house, approach the house quietly, <laughs> and peer in the window, see who's in there, in that house. Say, hey! Uh, row around the to the shore behind the house, approach quietly, and peer in to see who's there. Hey! Who's in there? Uh, that is that correct. Is correct. Better safe than sorry. You'll sneak up to the house and peer into the living room window. There is someone here. It's your partner. You run around the front of the house and fling the door open. You and your partner share a tearful embrace. You both survived. Now begins the hard part, staying alive to fight and rebuild. 
Okay, we got our results. Um, I, I am a, a skilled survivor. Any ragtag group of zombie apocalypse survivors would be proud to call you their leader. You've got the brains to persevere and for zombies to eat. And you aim to keep them right where they are. Maybe even save a few people along the way. Uh, I got exactly the same, but uh, because of my uh, insistence on waiting for my girlfriend, I only got 12 of 16 right. But I'm still a skilled survivor. <laughs> and uh, as a skilled survivor, of course, we both got a gif of uh, someone who uh, uh, didn't make it <laughs> in The Walking Dead. <laughs> Spoilers. We did it. We did it. We survived the zombie apocalypse, yeah. but we didn't like do too good. No, that the zombies you know, people would be are... like, okay, this. Yeah, gotta... let's take this guy out. We did exactly as we love to do, Evan, which is do a good job, but fly enough under the radar that uh, it's respectable, but not showboaty. We don't like to be noticed. Except when it comes to this podcast, Boom. we want this podcast to be noticed. Uh, you can check us out on Spotify, Great. Apple Podcasts, Great. Amazon Music, Pocket Casts, uh, HowDoWeHuman.com. Anywhere that you get your podcasts, you can find How Do We Human. You can rate, review, uh, subscribe, comment, all those wonderful we things. We love that. Let us know uh, if you think you would survive a zombie apocalypse. Um, and if you'd want the two of us as you, the leaders of your ragtag team. Yeah, we would have killed Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> we would have used our knife for anything. <laughs> That's Don't right. use the knife. We might need it later. <laughs> we might need the knife to kill a zombie. Use that sharpened stick instead. Uh, we don't want to get too close to the zombie with our knife let's get close to them with our sharpened stick um, let us know if you uh, wonder or have the answer rather to why American Express yeah. has that quiz in the first place uh, you can also check us out on our social media and notice us there Thanks. like on Instagram at how do we human yeah we uh, got that handle uh, you can check us out on Facebook at How Do We Human. I don't think you're ready for uh, that handle. <laughs> YouTube at How Do We Human. Get to the handle. <laughs> Get to uh, the handle. <laughs> uh, or send us an email to How Do We Human Pod at gmail.com. The best part of that handle is that it's an email evan do you have anything you'd like to plug just generally i gotta look it up because i forget exactly what it was i wrote down tailbone time <laughs> <laughs> you of see course. <laughs> it speaks for itself how could you forget it speaks for itself when we were driving back we uh, stopped by a truck stop and uh, got a little cushion, you know, and you sit on it while yeah, you're driving. for the pushing. For the, you know, pushing through. Ah, I'm sitting on it right now. It looks 
like a small toilet. Oh, look at that huge uh, stain. Oh, no, that's the design. <laughs> huge stain. Anyways, <laughs> it's got that little hole in the middle. Uh, yeah. Give me a little. But it's got much back. A relief, a hole in the middle, but it's got uh, much back. <laughs> a little room for my tailbone <laughs> to rest, not be fully compressed. And now I'm sitting on it here. And look at me. I'm better than ever. 14 anyone uh <laughs> i think it's doing wonders for me and i think we all need to take a little tailbone time so i'm uh yeah i'm proposing maybe it's on tuesdays uh bars can host these events tacos and tailbone time yeah and then they can um uh, because it's a bar they can play um a parody of closing time tailbone time, tailbone time. open up your you cushion you have to sit here <laughs> Oh, we, uh, both and give your booty a rest. Both good, uh, good directions. Different parts of the song. So tailbone it all time. <laughs> I know where my tailbone gets some time. Chris, that's just yes. a, that's just a general idea. If anyone wants to run with it, I'm not. I'm not trying to monetize it. Uh, Chris, what do you got going on? Are you familiar with? the youtube creator mr beast uh, by name <laughs> um i i think you i want maybe watched one of his videos before but um uh, it seems like this past week he threw big theatrical um productions gives away a lot of money <laughs> and Therefore, gets the reputation of being a good dude. Yeah, even though he's a beast. Um, except for some controversies, I think, on his Wikipedia page, but I didn't really research it. <sighs> um, but I was like, I want to uh, be a good person who gives away a lot of money, but I don't have a lot of money. True. So my thought is I will give away small amounts of money. And uh, instead of being a Mr. Beast I'll be uh, Mr. Critter. Great. Love Cause that. Because it's, uh, it's a smaller animal. Yeah. Uh, smaller, smaller animals. Of money. Do you get it? The smaller animals, they, what do they just carry a coin purse with them? They don't, you can't have a wallet right. on a squirrel. Picture that. Picture, Picture it. that, American Express. I uh, a uh, do you think uh, the uh, controversies on Mr. Beast's page is like imprisoning a woman to make her love him and having a little rose in a glass thing and talking to his furniture? Yeah, I definitely think one of the controversies on his Wikipedia page is talking to <laughs> furniture. You don't think that would be a controversy? <laughs> Look what it did to Pee Wee. <laughs> He's dead. That's not a coincidence. The CIA didn't want him talking to furniture, and they don't want Mr. Beast doing it either. B. (laughs) I'm trying something new. Check this out. I'm not going to promise we're going to be able to do this every episode because that's too much forethought. We don't have time for forethought, but I want to commit to this. We got a request to do an episode from a listener and good buddy of mine, Dustin Chadwick. He wants us to do an episode yes. about milk. <laughs> I find that very and funny. We will. <laughs> Let's commit to it and say next week, we're going to do an episode about milk. Send us emails. Send us messages. Tell us, uh, ask us questions. Do you have any thoughts about milk? 
Is milk awkward to you? Milk mustaches, snorting milk, <laughs> spitting milk out your nose. Snorting, snorting milk. milk. If you ever snorted milk, let us know. Uh, how do we human pod at gmail.com and we'll read your shit on the episode next week. How do you like them apples, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Tailbone time. Okay. It's time to end the these podcasts. <laughs> okay. Bye. Hey, bye. I know. <laughs> <laughs>